You're listening to the Soul Ties Podcast with Kenyon and Takara Martin, counselors, authors of the Soul Ties Detox, and founders of the Soul Ties Healthy Love Club. We bring awareness to toxic relationships, promote self-love for singles, and support strong, healthy relationships for couples. Here on the Soul Ties Podcast, we answer your questions. So join us weekly on Facebook Live, where we look forward to interacting with you live and on air. Do you have a burning question to send us? Then go to relationshipgoals.tv. That's relationshipgoals.tv. Now, let's get into today's episode. Now, what I'll do is pause and say, if you're listening to us on Apple iTunes, go ahead and hit pause and leave us a review. Tell the world how much you love Kenyon and Takara Martin and the Soul Ties podcast, all right? So I'm gonna get in here and read this letter because I'm talking really fast and I feel like it's because <laughs> I'm tired, but I love y'all and I love I love this man right here. Well, thank you. So I'm gonna get on here and read this letter that we got in our, in our DMs. Let's do it. Okay. So she says, hey, I'm trying so hard not to send this long email of how my feelings are hurt, LOL. Can you give me some words to stop me? A man who I have had an on and off connection contacted me last year, really convinced me he wanted us to be together. And this time he would be different. During the three years we didn't talk, he had a baby. I married someone for five months. I know, LOL. Told him during the first week of us talking what took place with me. He seemed disappointed, but okay with moving forward. Um, sorry, and okay with moving forward. But over the summer, things changed. Barely communicated. I spoke with him about it, but nothing really changed. I said I would give it to December 31st of 2018. And then I would let him go, which I have done. Haven't heard from him. So now I'm disappointed and I want to express it. Okay, now here's the room rules. And just just in case you're new, welcome, but here's the room rules. Number one is that this is a safe place. People reach out to us because we provide a safe place to answer their questions. There is no judgment in this home. What we do is we just provide good, sound guidance for, for whatever they can take it for to go forward. And we depend on you, yes. the audience, to make sure that that stays the same way. So with that going to uh, number two, whether you're right or wrong about your opinion or your thought about the process or about what what we're the letter that we're reading make sure that you speak it in a kind way yeah. kindness goes a long way be compassionate towards your fellow man and compassionate in this room yes. and then number three for those who are receiving the information if you're receiving some sort of correction or something of that nature charge it to our head and not our heart we're not trying to be harsh but we are actually in a place of guidance what we really believe in we don't believe in motivation we believe in moving so yes. sometimes we have to tell you something that you might not want to hear we ask that you receive it with all gratitude is that good babe it is good i heard something the other day i was listening to somebody and she said listen i am not your cheerleader i am your coach absolutely a cheerleader will cheer you on no matter what you're doing absolutely like you could be running the wrong way on the field cheerleader gonna cheer you on 
A coach is going to give you advice and give you direction on how to redirect your actions and your behaviors and things like that. And so that's what we do. We're going to coach you through some things um, and and hopefully get you on the right path. And sometimes coaches say things that may not make you feel good. So we're sorry. Absolutely. And if I can add a little bit more to it, cheerleaders usually are facing the audience while the coach is facing the players. That's all I got to say about that. So <laughs> come on, let's get to the game. Let's get to it. Okay. So this situation is pretty easy. Um, but there are a couple things I was as you were reading it, I was actually highlighting. A couple I know things. you threw me off. I was like, "Wait, what's happening?" The devil done took over this tablet. <laughs> I was highlighting some things because they jumped out to me immediately. So we're going to go into it, but we want to highlight something. The first thing is, in this time, it would be different. So we already know that there's a history between these two. Uh huh. We know that there is a disappointment in between these two. Right. And we know that there is a promise of a different reaction or a different response this time around does that make sense raise your hand hit us with some hearts if you've ever heard that but baby this time it's going to be different and you might have fallen for it i'm gonna raise my hand just because you know what <laughs> i'm a, we're honest here at the soul ties podcast and i will say not with Kenyon martin no no but previously prior to yes i have fallen for the oh baby is gonna be different right now while everybody is fessing up to that situation <laughs> Because we have enough people to know that, and we've talked to enough people to know that that can be the case often. After this, uh, this secondary or tertiary, that after this once again repetitive disappointment, she says, "I spoke with him about it, and, so, but nothing really changed." So here we go. Go ahead. So listen, he said things were going to be different. Mm -hmm. she said okay let's do this now now she did expose some things like hey here's kind of what's been happening while you were gone mm -hmm. <laughs> here's some things that happened but he said cool then when she reached out to him and said hey i've noticed well she began to notice him becoming the same person i would imagine she began to notice that he stopped communicating with her yeah and she reached out and then nothing changed absolutely now okay. here's here's the problem Here's the problem. Well, there, so we we understand it. We understand where you're at. But here's the problem. In between that, when we decided to say, okay, these are the things that happened in my life. Yes. These are the things that happened in your life. Mm -hmm. And he showed signs of disappointment but said, okay, that was the red flag to move away. This is the process when we're in the dating process. And before I get to answering this question, I really want to speak this because everybody knows my rule. What's my rule, babe? You're single until you're married. <laughs> you got to say <laughs> I'm on a special treat after this. Okay, you got it. So when. Uh, so uh, <laughs> when you're single uh -huh. and you're in the process of dating someone, you're not settling. You're not going with, eh, I'm not feeling it, but okay. You're not going with, mm, I wish all that didn't happen, but all right. Right. You're assessing that per. See, you're assessing that person to see if they can be what you need for your goal in marriage. Right. Or for your goal in dating. Mm -hmm. If your goal in dating is a long-term avenue of dating and you got somebody who can't accept where you are right now, then why waste another minute with them? Why play that game? I know why. Yes. Why? <laughs> because we love the idea 
of a love story that says we worked through some things and now we made it. We know relationships are not going to be perfect. We know relationships are not going to be um, a fairy tale happily ever after. We know that, hey, we all come with scars. We all come with baggage, what have you. And to be able to say that, okay, things might be a little off, but we're going to work through this. And so we begin to pour ourselves into it. We begin to work really hard. We begin to... Um, ignore red flags for the sake of saying, hey, we just have some growing to do. Oh, is that why? We do that and we begin. <laughs> yes, that is why. I get you. I, I, I actually agree. That is why we begin to do that. And and what we would love, love, love for our single brothers and sisters to really realize in these places is that when you begin to see red flags like this that is not the time where you put your foot on the gas and go full speed ahead absolutely when you begin to see things that say like oh my god he seemed like he was disappointed oh my god he seems like he may not be feeling me that much that's the time where all of your mama's advice of hard to get really begin to turn on not a game, but just saying you reserve and withhold yourself until you know exactly where that person is and how they are behaving. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's the thing because of the reason that you gave why we do it. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, if, if, if we can uh, simmer it down and con- condense it down to I have someone and I don't want to be alone and it looks like something we can work on. Can we say this? We can say that. Okay. Yep. Or I don't want to start all over again. It may not be fear of being alone. But the thing is, is that once you, once you put yourself into someone else's, um, into someone else's inability to commit, then you have committed to their uncommitment. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. But say it, please, one more time. Once you put yourself into someone else's inability to commit, Uh to fully commit, then you you have committed to their uncommitment. You have given up whatever power you have to whatever they decide to do. Yep. You have given up whatever decisions you have to whatever they decide to lead. And this definitely usually happens um, from women to men because women are looking for men to lead in some sort of way. Absolutely. But it can go the other way. Whenever you've given up and said, well, you're not sure if you when you when you give up to someone's uncertainty, you certainly give up to their uncertainty, uncertainty then you risk riding a wave of uncertainty Ooh. and you're stuck there. And and there's nothing but disappointment at the end of that because you didn't do what, what dating is supposed to do. You didn't assess and say he's uncertain. I don't want someone uncertain right now or he's uncertain or she's uncertain. I should probably just kind of hang back a little bit before yes. I give in or give up anything. Yes. You put yourself in that position now that's the reason why we want to speak to him. That's the reason why we're hurt again. Because I gave you my power. Mm. I gave you my my certainty. I gave you my surety. I gave you my decision for you and you messed up when in the when when really you gave it to to to, to the darkness. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think and so you want, we can go home on that, right? So there. we want to speak to them. And we want to address them and we want to tell them how much they hurt us because we expected them 
to take care of us. Jesus. Yes. And that's not what dates do. That's not their obligation. That's not your obligation. Your accountability is to sit back and look at them and say, okay, that uncertainty, I'm not dealing with that. Right. If I decide to hang around a little bit more, we'll see how much more certain they can get or what they're after. They, remember, their dating goal might not be your goal. Right. So here's the question. Right. What happened in between the decision to say, okay, I'm going to go along with your uncertainty, and he didn't call back? I'm not saying there's a morning after. I'm not saying there's anything going on. All I'm saying is, Look and make sure that your goal matches their goal because that probably was the situation going on right there. Have you ever been listening to us, Takara and Kenyon, and wondered what if they could be my personal coaches? Okay, what if we could be your personal coaches through some of the toughest issues of your relationship or singleness? What if we told you that we are prepared to go anywhere you are and not only that, but a community of those just like you will be there too. We've got something special for you. Our goal to guide you and thousands of others from heartbreak to wholeness has just gotten upgrade. We've recently opened the doors to the Soul Ties Healthy Love Club. This is our private community designed specifically for you so that you can grow in the healthy love that you were designed for. And our dynamic healthy love roadmap houses a rapidly growing library of guidance made for wherever you are in your relationship journey. Are you interested in joining? Visit thehealthyloveclub.com. That's thehealthyloveclub, all one word, dot com. Visit today to get started. Can I just say two things? Yes. But first things I'm going to say is that we also have to be careful when we are re-entering into something with people that we have history with. Yes. A lot of times, and I had to like check to make sure you don't have that in there. Um, <laughs> a lot of times what happens is the nostalgia, a person who comes with history of our past comes bearing gifts of nostalgia mm. that sells us on how it used to be. It's hook, line, and sinker if they can get you to feel what you used to feel in order to get you back into a place of trusting them again. And I think that's why it was so easy for her in this situation, too, yeah. is because there is a history there. And even if it was not perfect, the history makes it seem a little bit more plausible for us, too, because now we feel like we can get back something that we've invested in. It went before, it didn't work out the last few times, but because I have already invested so much, maybe this time, maybe this time, that hope that we hold on to is going to be the time that I can recoup what I've lost previously. And typically when we're dealing with our history, typically when we're dealing with people from our past, every time it never fails, there is a reason. Either number one, there's a reason why it didn't work out but also there's um, a possibility <laughs> that that person is no longer the same person too. And so even if you do have a history, the thing that you have to do is walk into these situations before you go all in and say, yes, I receive you. 
pause and walk through this these people deserve more scrutiny than a complete stranger absolutely because it's so easy to throw trust into someone that we feel like we already know but you need to scrutinize these situations even more harshly because you need to know what you're getting this time around which leads me to point number two Mm -hmm. of what i was saying was that you then need to spend a considerable amount of time observing that person's behavior to make sure you do not end up in this place. Yes. If you are going to accept someone back, there has to be a period of observation before you give yourself all into that all over again. Amen. So definitely listen. And for everyone who's out here, I'm I'm just going to lay this out here because that was good. Mm, By the way, do not date hope period. Hope is anticipated expectation. And when you date hope, when you date anticipated expectations that have not been set for you to anticipate or expect, you risk being hurt. Yes. You are look you are not anticipating or expecting anything from someone you're dating. You're looking at them and observing them mm-hmm. to see what you can anticipate. And expect from them. Yes, yes, yes. These are the times their behavior, these are the times their words, these are the times their activity in seasons and disappointment as well as in success. These are the times where you say, that's the person, that's who that is. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we beat the dead horse long enough. So what happens when you're in this place of disappointment? Okay, Kenyon and Takara, I got it. I got it. I probably should have let him go, but I didn't. Right. I get it. And many, and to be honest with you, many of us don't do that as well. Right. Many of us have backtracked and walked back down the wrong path and yeah. got lost. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is just for future reference that this guy is not it. Okay. Now, so you're hurt and you're saying, I need to tell him this is a bubbling inside of me. I am. I'm about to lose my mind. I get it. We've had people who said, "King and Takara, I know I wasn't supposed to, but I, I text that dude, right? Or, yeah. or, or I reached out to him and I just cussed him out. I just <laughs> cussed him good, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> that that just that good backwoods cussing. Mm-hmm. I understand. Here's what we teach. You never, we understand that you should have some level of discipline and some level of holding back. Right. But you never deny how you feel. Yes. The purpose of how you feel is not to deny it so you can have control over your feelings because they have taken them and shaken them up and you feel out of control. The purpose of of looking at your emotions and, and, and not denying them is so that now when I face them, I can deal with them appropriately. Right. We never, a lot of us really tend to deny our emotions in order to prove something to the other person. Right. But it's not about the other person anymore. Now it's about, okay, I'm in an unhealthy state, depending, it it could be by degree, Mm -hmm. depending on how bad they hurt me. Right. I could be at a really unhealthy state or slightly unhealthy state, but let me deal with that state of me. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So face how you feel. Then, we always recommend, we say this, it's okay to tell somebody that they hurt you. If someone is bending your finger, it's okay to say, ouch. If someone kick you in the leg, it's okay to say, ouch. Right. If someone hurts your feelings, it's okay to say, ouch. The reason why we say, ouch, though, is for them to stop. 
The yes. reason why we say ouch, though, is for us to pull back and get ourselves back together. The reason why we say ouch is so that we can get out of harm's way. Now, if you're saying ouch because you want to move them, manipulate them, and make them act right, mm -hmm. then you don't want to reach out to them. Right. If you're saying ouch because you want to yell in their face and you want to punish them for what they did to you, then you probably don't want to reach out to them. And I'll tell you why. Because there is no amount of punishment that you want to get it off your chest. I get it. And all it takes, you know, if I could just, if I could just tell them, uh -huh. if I could just One tell good them, time. it's not going to be enough because the next thing is you want to see him hurt. The next thing is you want to see, you want them to know if he, if, if you were to go out there and tell him, Hey, you hurt me. And he says, and his actions and behavior, you're, you're going to be unsatisfied because you didn't go out there to tell him you went out there to get a response. Whenever you go out to do something to get a response from that person, you let that moment belong to them, even though you're participating in it. Listen. And so they are empowered to make you feel any way they want to because you're handing yourself to them and your frustration and your anger. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Listen, so our number one rule is dating is that you're single until you're married. I am going to resolute resolute <laughs> and enact a new law according to breakups. Are y'all ready for the new law according to breakups? Absolutely. Closure is not something you get. Closure is something you do. That's it. That's it. I took it from That's Kenyon it. Martin. I cannot take I cannot take the credit <laughs> for this. I took it from him. But understand that this is our message. This is our uh, what we teach, what we preach or whatever. When it comes down to self-control, the number one thing that you have to do and begin to do is control you. You cannot control anyone else but you. So guess what? When you're setting out for closure, it is nothing, sweetie, to get up and shut that door yourself and move on. Right, right. Because the problem is, is that when we're going out for, when you go out, again, for them to respond, you make them accountable for your closure. Mm -hmm. And you, and nine times out of 10, we don't get the responses we want because we want them to acknowledge that they hurt us. We want them to not hurt us again. We want them to receive us and not reject us in their behavior. We want them to at least be punished or feel the same hurt that we felt. We want them to know. And the problem is, is that when those things aren't met, there is no closure. So we've given the responsibility and accountability and the power to close it off to them. And we walk away more tortured. And we walk away more tortured. Tor tortured. But if we can say, listen, and this is not a license, because a lot of people like to listen to the good part that makes them feel good. Right. This is not a license, because you got to be honest with yourself about the other parts of it. If you, But if you can say, listen, you hurt me. I understand. I will not make this mistake again. Yeah. Peace. I wouldn't even do that though. Here's why. Here's maybe I'm just prideful. Like maybe it's just my pride. But also, you, I, I do not want you to feel like by me saying that it tells them that they still have a hold on you, and it tells them that there's still possibly an open door later down the line. If you are willing to go and express that they've hurt you, it means that you're still hurting, and it means that they have an opportunity to come in and say, "Okay, I'll make it right again this time. Okay, I'll do it for real this time. I'll make it right." That's very, very true. I personally 
feel like there is a healthier way. Journal it out. Right. Journal your hurt out before you really get it out to him. Because the moment that you tell him where you are emotionally is the moment that you open the doors for him to control you still. And honestly, he's still controlling you just because you have not spoken to him. He's still able to control and manipulate your emotions. So if he can get you from a place of saying, I'm going to walk this out, you promised yourself you were going to close the door. You made a promise to yourself that December 31st, you were going to walk away and close the door. But he still has the ability to make you step away from the promise and break the promise to yourself. Yeah. And then go and address him. He's still controlling you personally as a woman full of pride. <laughs> no, 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 no. I absolutely agree. I okay. absolutely see when you lay it out the way I laid it out. Pardon me. The idea is, is that most people cannot do that. Most people can't go and release and say I'm done, most because you ha because they're not honest enough with themselves. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So what's going on in the back of their mind? When, like you said, when someone ha when you go to someone with your pain, and they decide to utilize that opportunity to open that door. Yes. That means you haven't dealt with it. Yeah. That means you've gone to them with the idea of if this changes their behavior, I'm down. Yes, and they're banking on that. Exactly. That's why I said you can't go forward. You mm -hmm. can't go forward trying to change their behavior. You can't go forward trying to punish them. You can't go forward trying to make them acknowledge that they hurt you. You just, if that's something that you really, really want to do, you got to face yourself first. And that's the, per I think that's the perfect way. I think you laid that down. I don't think that has anything to do with pride. Okay. I mean, I, I understand you don't want to, you don't want somebody to hurt you to let, let them see, you don't want to let them see you sweat. I exactly. get it. I get it. I'm There's a, a part in that. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Soul Ties podcast, recorded live on Facebook and distributed to iTunes and SoundCloud. Now, if you're on iTunes, we can't grow without you. So help spread the love, rate us, leave a review, and share your favorite episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to the Soul Ties podcast so you won't miss any future topics or your questions being answered. Do you have questions that you want us to answer? Just visit relationshipgoals.tv. That's relationshipgoals, all one word, dot TV. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Soul Ties podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program.